Welcome back to Bill Nain Easy. It's your boy, Little Code. I'm just Lori. <laughs> and we're back. Today's going to be a special episode. We got some sauces. Don't, don't, d- save it, save it. I know, I want to give the people what they're in for. We're Coming oh, up, there's going to be sta- hot sauces. You should stay tuned because it's about to get really spicy in here. That's here, what I'll say. Here's the deal. There's going to be some questions coming up. What did I just say? Save it. I know. I just want to keep Save it. They're, they're going to stay. Stick around. Dakota might cry. Just stay tuned. So what else? What? Let's talk. Let's, let's do some topics. Let's talk about what's happening in the world first, and then we'll get into. So freaking Matthew Perry. Matthew, Matthew Perry. Perry's back in it. Is it ketamine or ketamine? Ketamine. Ketamine. So I don't know that much about ketamine. It's uh, it's like a it's an opiate. Um, so would have a similar, but not as, not as addictive, not as harsh a hangover. I don't really know what the, the draw is of ketamine versus other, cause he was addicted to pills yeah. for like a long time. So as much as he's, he was out doing press f- for like a book about his recovery, he definitely had fallen off the wagon. Right. So he essentially took this drug that made him fall asleep and he drowned in his hot tub. Awful. That's so sad. Horrible way to die. Yeah. And just like such a horrible I'm so grateful that I'm not like an addictive person where drugs and alcohol are concerned because I it's really easy to say go get help or mm-hmm. do something different, but I like when you have that monkey on your back, I think all of those things are way easier said than done. So yeah. I really feel for him. I feel for his family. I think he was young and probably had a lot more to give, and it's just re- it's really sad. It's really sad, and it's crazy how um, addictive like things can become. Like I know ketamine and <coughs> drugs, really bad, but just like what about food and like American system? Like, like the food you put or the things you put in your body like can greatly affect you, you know. And like the we're talking about, it, but the dopamine, like just how we're like an addictive culture you know it's like excess 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 you know i think that really what we have to look at is what like what are people you're taking a substance in excess to try to fill some kind of void or like hole and you're you know like there's like mental health stuff typically at the root of all of this yeah and that is just sad like you know there's such a stigma well I feel like there once upon a time was such a stigma and I grew up in a a very predominantly Hispanic community and there's there was definitely a stigma around getting help for mental health issues Um, I think that it's it's a lot more mainstream now I can't believe how many like it's it's a lot more mainstream almost to the point of do all these people need to be in therapy? I don't know. But now it seems like, don't you feel like half the people you talk to about healthcare plans yeah. are looking for something with mental health? Yeah, mental health is huge. Like telehealth has really exploded. People want to go see a therapist or want to use some type of... Have uh, you ever done therapy? Yeah, I used... Um, they actually just got bought by BetterHelp. I really laughed. They were called like... It was like a Christian thing. It was like faithful counseling, but it felt like... I don't know. I felt like I was giving her advice. <laughs> like, I was going on my motivational rants, my TED Talks, and it was like, I was like, so tell me about you. I was like, we're done talking about me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, I don't know, man. I think that, you. I feel like therapy, you almost just need friends. I know that's going to be controversial, but, like, a lot of therapies, you just talking, you know? And if you had friends and community of just to talk... Because the therapy I experienced, it wasn't like, all right, hey, I have this problem. Let me coach you and get you out of that. It was like, all right, well, tell me more. Well, sounds like you're good, you know? Sounds like this. Well, so I don't know. What do you think? I, have so you done therapy? I have done – I've tried therapy twice. Yeah. My experience with therapy, which is – so we're almost kind of funny because my degree's in psychology. Like, I wanted to be a psychologist. Yeah. Did you want to be a therapist? I did. Wow. Um, until, like, I got a couple years into college and I was like, maybe I don't because <laughs> it'll take, like, a lot of schooling to, like, make this happen. I would have to go on, get a master's and get a PhD. And yeah. I was like, maybe I don't want to do this. But yeah. 
I was also too far into my degree to switch it at that point. It's a liberal arts degree, so I just kept going. But I, my experience with therapy was I tried it twice. I think I have an ex- a very this you'll agree. I have a very strong personality, <laughs> and I think in the context of therapy, I almost needed someone who was more heavy-handed and wasn't going to let me dominate the conversation mm. and take it over and I wanted to be directed and like kind of yeah and I didn't get that so I tried on a couple different therapists and it just takes like a really so like you have to like date your therapist like not in a, that way but you have to like try and go on like trial sessions and be for like, sure like I think we you match? have to try on a couple yeah but like I just couldn't find one that was a strong enough personality that they could keep control of my attention, the conversation, yeah. give a direction. So it was not something that I found to be useful. They yeah. just essentially let me bitch for an hour. <laughs> and, like, I could do that for free with a friend, probably, or my yeah. mom. So for me, it was but – I, but I do understand and I respect people that are very – very dedicated to therapy and like yeah, committed health, to the yeah. process. And I think that like when it's important to someone, I never try to talk them out of it. I'm like, or try to get them to go use telehealth. Like yeah. if they want to see their therapist and it's for sure. working for them by all means, like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like if, if you're getting what you need from this interaction in this relationship, we need to find you the right plan. So your doctor is in network and we need to find you a plan that has mental health benefits. Because I do yeah. think when people need it, they really need it. I, I find that typically if people are going like once or twice a week or one to maybe even f- even once a week like or a couple times a month, a lot of times it still makes sense to pay cash pay for those visits. Like you end up paying in a plan that has a $50 copay. You end I up paying know, like if they don't get a tax credit. No, if they on, don't. On, the, on a lot of the – so it depends. If you're young enough yeah. and your your marketplace plan is inexpensive, there are some pretty good benefits for because they have a set a different copay for mental health. Yeah. I've seen it as low as fifteen bucks and I've yeah. seen it as high as fifty. Yeah, I usually see fifty, but But you can you can you have to look plan by plan because like I might yeah. I might see an Aetna plan and they cover mental health, but it's $30 copay on this plan. It's a $15 copay on this plan. It's a $40 copay sure, on this plan. Sure, it's going to change. So you really plan. have to drill into the plan. But I found some pretty good benefits. I mean, it just depends. It, it depends on the need. It depends on yeah. Um, if their provider's in network. Yeah, you provider. can find something. There are, I will say there are a lot of psychiatrists, especially therapists in general, that don't, bill insurance they they don't take insurance because they don't want to have to pay someone they don't want to wait for their money from the insurance company and they don't want to have to pay someone to file and follow up on their insurance claims so they will just give you a lower rate for cash pay and Mm -hmm. not take insurance so that's pretty common yeah that's pretty common for sure but the matthew perry thing is really sad i think i and again i think it's just because of the time that i grew up in like friends was kind of my jam yeah. I saw so much more outreach about his death than so many celebrities who've died in recent years. Yeah. So people seemed really affected by it. And I, d- I can't say that I've seen anyone that said that they didn't like him, that he yeah. wasn't like a really decent guy. Yeah. So I think it's pretty sad. Pretty sad, for sure. Now, something that I thought was interesting now, this is nothing as. It's just about the, the male cast of Friends, okay? It's the male cast of Friends. I saw this. Like, a lot of them got really unattractive. Like, just not trying to be mean, but just, it's interesting. They got unattractive, older with age. But the girls from, like, the Friends cast. Who, who they, is your barometer? Like, how, how are you judging this? I don't know. Like, if you just look is at pictures of the male. opinion? Things that I've seen, you know, seen out on the internet and stuff like that. That do, do you think there's any conspiracy theories or theories like like do guys get more unattractive with no, age? No, I think tr- it's actually the opposite. Traditionally, people say that men age well and, and women, women have a difficult time. Maybe it's just the women and friends, but I feel like they all age well, like they are 
all pretty like Courtney Cox hardly looks like Courtney Cox anymore. Oh, do you like, think they had work extre- done? It, it's yeah. not natural. No, she's extremely injected. Ah, okay, so the guys went natural, the girls went unnatural. Probably. Yeah. I mean, because Matt LeBlanc is just, well, Matthew Perry, God bless. I mean, he just had a hard yeah. run. He was yeah. really hard on his body for a lot of years, and I think that showed up. Yeah. Um, Matthew, Matt LeBlanc was always forced to dye his hair, his, his, his really dark hair. His hair was graying when he was on Friends. Yeah. And they made him dye his hair and keep it like all black, youthful appearance. So he just let it be gray. And I don't think I've even seen David Schwimmer. Like I think he's directing now, so I don't know if we really see what see him that often. Yeah, he's behind the camera. But I don't know about Lisa Kudrow having work done, but well and Jennifer Aniston looks better yeah. than she ever has in her life. Like her body is insane. But she's, like, such a fitness nut. Yeah. I think she's definitely had, like, some injections. But Courtney Cox is just, like, so filled. She almost doesn't look. She, like, lost all the natural. She uh, went and, and she was, by far, in my opinion, the most beautiful one of all. Like, I mean, I think they're all pretty. All the girls are mm. pretty. But she is, like, stunning. And she doesn't really, like, her in Scream, she doesn't even look like the same person. Oh, yeah. So she's had, and I think I read somewhere or saw something where she has said that she regrets some of the stuff she's done. Wow, interesting. But so much stuff about it. But it's hard. I mean, look at like Joan Rivers, right? Oh. Like Joan Rivers loved a good surgery. My mother loves (laughs) to have surgery. Really? She'll say, like, because I told her I had a couple surgeries that were not planned, and I was terrified because I'd never had a surgery before in my life and she's like oh I just I like to have surgery like I just feel like if I'm gonna go in there and have a surgery I'm gonna get something else done for me like my mom just loves yeah she just loves and she's not done like an insane amount of stuff but she's had like uh she's had a facelift she had like yeah a tummy tuck after her breast cancer and like stuff like that but she loves surgery Joan Rivers loved surgery I mean it ended up dying yeah. because of a surgery wow because she was just i think it's like pandora's box and for some people you open that up and then they're like what else can i get done oh yeah. my god what else can i get done or if people have a surgery and then next thing you know people are coming to them and like oh my god you look so amazing that's just like fueling whatever it was that inspired them to have surgery right yeah so i i get it but i'm i'm a af- i'm too afraid i, I don't like pain yeah. So, but I I think you know she probably went one too far, or she feels. Here's like a question. Here's an insurance question. Will insurance cover things like Botox or cover um, anything in this surgery? Like, if someone wants to full send and be Courtney Cox. No, but let me tell. Let me give yeah. you the exceptions. So, some insurance will cover Botox if it's for headaches. Yep. Or if it's for um like profuse sweating. That's a big one. We had an agent that was like that. Yeah. So and you would shake his hand, and it was like, I yeah. mean, I so felt if, bad for him. So like, you can have Botox like injected and under your yeah. arms or wherever you're having like massive sweating. So that can sometimes be covered, but most of these things are even bariatric surgery typically yeah. is not covered because they're seen as elective surgeries. surgeries. Yeah. And so no, the only time that an insurance company will like without question, cover a cosmetic surgery. Well, they will cover it after, like if you have a double mastectomy or a mm-hmm. mastectomy, they'll yep. they'll cover it then. If you have some sort of like severe accident and you have yep. to have some sort of like cosmetic surgery because of it, they'll cover it. Um, you know, it, it's not unheard of, but if it's just because you decided you want a quick fix to lose weight, they're not going to do that. Or if it's you just want bigger boobs, like they're not going to do that. So it just depends. Even, um, I get this one a lot, are vasectomies. I've never been asked that before. All the time. You get that all the time? All the time. Maybe it's because people people see you as like Mother Lori and they're like. These people are trying to not have any more babies. Yeah. Um, 
And it's typically not covered. Yeah. It's also, I don't think it's that expensive, really. And it's like an outpatient thing. Yeah. You're like not down for very long. But anyway, not, not that that has anything to do with, but it's typically not covered because it's elective. Yeah. Um, but it should be covered because they don't want to pay for maternity. So cover the vasectomy for crying out loud. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So, but yeah, I get that question a lot. So fascinating. I know. I feel like I know way too much about strangers, really. Yeah, 100%. So let's talk about a crazy client story that happened this week. Okay, you want to hear this? I'm okay, so love a good I'm not going to say any names, story. but this girl was from New York. She was married 20, 25 years, but like really like famous. Like she has like a big brand, all this stuff. And um, the, the guy she was with, he was like in this like bank loan scam or whatever. And so he he had like she pulled up all of his policies. It These was are like, your clients, yeah, real people. This came on one of the pivot calls. Hashtag pivot, you know. And in Connecticut, New York, this guy, there's this scam that goes around where you like if you get shares in a bank when it IPOs, you make like millions of dollars. So he was like taking loans out to like buy these. He had like. I don't know if it was hundreds, but a lot of LLCs. He was, like, moving money around. Because you can only buy shares under your name. But if you have other people put money in it, then you can, like, do it kind of behind the behind the scenes, you know? And so he was, like, taking all these loans out. But then he was getting property and casualty insurance to, like, cover these loans. Which I didn't know you could buy insurance on loans. It was, like, very, it was very, like, in-depth. And I don't think he – someone went to jail for it. He, he hasn't. But someone went to jail for it. But it's, like – it was kind of like a big short situation. Like, he's, like, taking – And so she lost her coverage and needed you to get her a plan? Well, they ended up separating. He was not a good guy. and was separating. And so she was, like, tell me about this. He sounds pretty industrious, actually. Uh, he's He was a pretty – like, he sounded pretty evil. Like, what he – he did some other stuff. But he was, like – he was – But, like, bigger picture – do you wonder at all in that conversation, ma'am, why are you sharing this with me? Like, I just want to get you an insurance plan. I don't know. I feel like I connect with people. Like, I get them talking, you know. I'm a good listener. And then people start talking, and then we go on, like, a little journey, you know. You know what I find when I have more time on the schedule? Because, like, the past two weeks with people, you know, procrastinating, waiting until the last minute, yeah. I had no time. Like, it would be... 8 in the morning until 8 at night, back-to-back yeah. every half hour, which, don't get me wrong, it's a great problem to have, but it's like I have no time and I feel the pressure. And then if one runs over, it's going to, like, bleed into the whole the day, whole right? day, yeah. But when I have more time, I find that I'm much more, like, just loose and, like, like yucking it up with people, you know? Like, <laughs> let's laugh at, you know, let me tell you a joke kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But I definitely am, like, a different person when I'm just, like, business hey. hat versus, yeah, I got time. I don't have anything coming up. Like, let's just chat. So. Yeah. I think that's good. But, no, I definitely, like, I like to keep combos 30 minutes. But that call was two hours. Oh, my It was crazy. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes, like, people just need to talk and, like, you build it. And sometimes, you know, the relationship's good. You know, karma, you know. I, I'll say, I'll tell you a crazy client story. So, because I sometimes... I not sometimes I often connect with people like they'll we'll talk like we're old friends right and there's a person who just like for whatever reason we just didn't have the right boundaries set Mm -hmm. and I'm trying I've told you like sharing my journey with you like I'm trying very hard to set boundaries in my life and schedules and do a lot of self-care and like make sure that I'm like doing the right thing by myself and my kids and this person will, like, text me, and you'll know because you get the same notification. When she texts me, you get it. Mm-hmm. And text me, like, boom, 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 boom. It'll be, like, eight times in a row. And then I'll send one response. And then it's boom, 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 boom. Like, it's so excessive, and it will be all over the place. It yeah. could be at 6 o'clock in the morning. It could be at 9 o'clock at night. It could be at 12 in the afternoon. Like, it's crazy. It's, like... And when I see that many texts come in, I start to kind of, like, panic a little bit. Yeah, I get a little anxious. What's happening? And so, finally, I – and I this, it takes a lot for me to get to this point. But I – she messaged me while I was on calls. I mean, again, my, my schedule was – I was already wrecked every day. I was so tired because, legitimately, it takes yeah. it out of you. 
and it, it's like 9.37 at night, and a text comes in, and I just, I don't, I didn't really blow a gasket, but I was just like, enough. Like, this is enough. And I sent a message, and I said, I can't, you know, I, I want to be helpful to you, but no one can be expected to, f- like, field an onslaught of calls like this when you're you're messaging me at all times of the day and night. Like, I have other clients. I've, you know, worked all day into the night because it's my busiest season. It's like our Super Bowl, right? Then I have kids and dinners and lunches and, like, all this stuff that I have to do when, like, my day's over. So, like, this just – we need to set some boundaries around this. Like, I will answer your questions tomorrow during business hours. You texted this? Absolutely. And it took a lot for me to get to that, but you have to understand. What was the response, Kay? She was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I thought this went to your computer number or your – not your – your office number. Not your your cell phone and – um, okay, just message me tomorrow. And it was like she was very apologetic, but then the next day, the the behavior hadn't changed. She she texted me, and I was on the phone. Like, there, most, of, most of the – did you feel this last week or the t- past two weeks? I couldn't even answer texts in the middle of the day because the schedule was so full and s- everything was backed up to – Oh, yeah. I couldn't even, call, like, call. respond. So I'd spend yeah. 30 to 45 minutes at the end of my day responding to messages from the entire day. And so – the next day, she messages me again, and then I might have said, like, a quick answer, and then it was boom, 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 and it was, like, a million messages again. I'm like, oh, my God, we are no further ahead. Like, but it takes me a lot to get to that point, but it was, like, 9.30 at night, and I'm, like, getting the kids in bed, and, like, and I was just, I was tired, and I was like, I have to put a stop to this, or if I don't answer her, she's going to keep messaging me until 11, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. Like, so, uh, like, and I, and again, I kept, and I wasn't mean about it. I was like, I want to be helpful to you, but no one can survive in these conditions. Like, you know, you have to be respectful of my time when I'm away kind of thing. Sure. But it takes a lot for me to get there. Yeah. And this has been this relationship with this person for about a year. Yeah. Not all the time because it'll just be like different, like something's renewing or you need help with this. Like, but it's Twitter always this type of communication. Ugh. So we just need to build a call center and have um, admin people <laughs> like we just need to run this mug, run this ship, and have people sell. We got Brian out there. <laughs> right. You know what, though? Bri- I was working with Brian today, and it's one of the first times that it's been just he and I and me listening to him. And little you connection and between well, L and B? Well, because you and I are, like, night and day, just different, and, like, we could try to get the same point across, and we would communicate it completely differently. Yeah. And I think that every new agent needs that. Like, yeah, they need To be different. able to hear different ways to say it. I also gave him, like, a couple assignments. Like I said, you need to make take your notepad and write down every open-ended question you can think of. Because when you get someone, when you finally get someone on the phone, you have to try to keep them on the phone. And you're going to keep them on the phone by becoming the master question asker. And psychologically, asking them questions and taking control of that conversation will completely make you the boss in the conversation. And they will, like, whether they realize it or not, they'll start to kind of take your lead, right? Yeah. So we had some good time together. That's awesome. Yeah. One thing I learned about training is that, man, I don't know. I feels like I say the same thing just over and over again. And like, I'm not saying it's just just this agent, but it's like, it's not it's not getting across. Like I'll say it, I'll show it, but like they, it's almost like they. It's just like I'm just trying to think of how to communicate because it just I because I, I feel like this agent's smart, but it feels like it just grazes over. Like I know I've well, made they do they do hit a capacity. Like yeah, like you can only give info. so much info. Well, so know? in my experience, I don't know way, what the tipping point is. The way to combat that, well, I think you can kind of see a glaze over their eyes, like <laughs> yeah. But I think I think if you ask people to repeat things back to you, oh, that's good. You yeah. can check for understanding. That's you know? really good. Like, how would you say, like, okay, I just told you that. No, so just like you, you tell the whole story. Okay, so now. Tell me what what are the three types of network again? 
and just ask like a, a knowledge check. I mean, it's really no different than every time Kentucky, every time I did the Kentucky state certification, they would do a knowledge check <laughs> to make sure that I was still around. But you know, it's like the same thing you, even if you're yeah. doing like a computer training. It's like having a quiz. It's like having like a yeah, little it's quiz like a little right little after like, like, hey, let's, let's take a little break. And more importantly, when you make people say things back to you, it hits a different part of their, their brain. brain. Yeah. So that's really good. That's a really good tip. In my experience, that. that's. I think so because I was like thinking about like how we need to when we do hire more like actually get some of this other stuff worked out. We need like a training platform because it's like it was like and it was just Sherpa, two carrier portals, and our own software, and that was a whole week. Well, you know? and you know what's wild is that, so today we're out there and he's working Health Sherpa and we were, I was talking about, yeah, so, because this is the first day after open enrollment. I said, okay, so I got to talk to these people and you know what sucks is that, like, now they've missed the deadline so they can't be covered until February 1st. And he's like, really? Like, even with what we think is such basic health Info. insurance knowledge, he really didn't get it. He was like, Really? They can't, yeah, and I said, well, as long as they get a, get an application in by January 15th, they'll be covered February 1st. If they let January 15th pass, they can't get in, get covered until 2025. So it would have to be, like, a qualifying event. And he's yeah, like, unless they have, yeah. He's like, are you serious? Like, had no idea. So, like, even as much as you feel like you've said – there's just stuff that they're going to learn along the way. Like, that's not on you. That's not on him. There's just a lot to know. But I think checking for, I think small bite-sized pieces is the way to train. And I think asking for understanding by having them repeat it back to you is really critical. Because I think that's true, too. It's so much information. Yeah, but it's just funny because, like, you like you feel like you've shown it, but, like, it's just you can tell by the words people are using, like, okay, what I'm saying right now is just not even – Well, I – Or it's I, hitting a little bit. Like I mean, that's that's all people, though, right? Like, I had a call today with um, talking about a lead generation thing with a company, and because I had text messages coming in I – I had my computer open. Because I had text messages coming in from someone who was freaking out about a surgery, I really only listened to – maybe a third of what this guy was saying to me. Right. And so that, and that's not for like yeah. lack of caring what he said, but it's just like other stuff happens and your brain is going in a million different directions. And I think that agents are no different and we have, that's why you have to do small bite-sized pieces and you have to check for understanding throughout. Yeah. That is my tip. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. Um, no, no more. It's time to get to some fun. Are you ready? I have some business. We have some business stuff. Oh, though. Do you want? Do. do you think this stuff? Do you think it'll be? I mean, I think we've talked for a long time, haven't we? What does this we clock say? Um, I can't see it. Forty-seven minutes. But that was also the yeah the, the story. Other talk. I know. So just two quick things. I think it's fascinating. What you got? Okay, so check this out. So I got on a call with. I'm. I'm gonna name names. If we cut it, out, we cut it. But no, I, don't name names. Why not? Because you are just putting. People in touch with people that you don't want to burn your not burn. Thing. It's good stuff. I know, but you don't want to. Okay, give so I got on a call with a large organization and another large organization, and they're talking. They ran an ad on their site, and they're talking about giving us more calls. So, which that's that's fast. So that's be cool. careful what you wish for. Be careful what you wish for. So there's that angle. Um, we would combine contracts. They would get a, like a little small override. But they're going to use that money to hire like media, like um, not media buyers, like um, paid media. They're going to spend that money in paid media and drive. They're reinvesting, a it. they're reinvesting it to drive a lot more calls, nice. which is exciting. The other two people that you know well, they um, they want to fly down here and they want to like come hang out because they're like, we want to understand this game because they failed at they didn't succeed at a call center, and so I feel like we're the in. For them, they want to. I think to like another. So we need Jack to show up with and put a headset on. Yeah, we just, <laughs> just need agents lined up. <laughs> so we look. We and it is full. It is like it. Some days it's full if everybody pulls up. We got a small little team, but um, yeah. So they want to fly down here, and then um, 
and then dump more money in and just get the Hells, yeah yeah the, but that was interesting okay so that was one or that was two organizations the other call i had uh today was with this call center he's actually built like three in-house call centers in different cities like florida there was two others and then he had a bunch of independent agents do the same thing so there's like 10 call centers that he helps operate they did about forty to 50,000 members and it's kind of cool because like he's running with three other agencies like outside of his upline and they all figure out the marketing together. So when like one thing like implodes, they all put their resources together and figure it out. Like they have like so community. So I want to like join their boys club, you know, and, I like, encourage that because man, I feel like there's the more we go, the there's so much stuff we don't know. Yeah. That like, and you've been great at building relationships, and I think they're so critical. I, that's critical for any business owner is like you've got to find people that have done it before. Yeah. So they like, can give you the roadmap so you don't have to hit the same pitfalls. Yeah, someone said like you spend, okay, so if you don't have a coach or mentor in any area, it's called the, um, not inconvenience tax, it's called like the ignorance tax. Like you pay three, it's like three times the amount or cost just to like figure it out. You know, like time, money. Yeah, I feel like we've, Paid a lot of ignorance taxes. Yeah, like it's, it's like a thing. Yeah, so they're really cool. But, again, it doesn't really work if we don't move contracts and stuff. So I'm not – it's all in ACA. So they're, like, in the back pocket just in case. But they told me that – so Ambetter came out. I was going to say Ambetter. Ambetter came out and said for ACA, for, a, for agent of record changes, whoever the agent of record is on December 31st, it's over. That's the agent of record. He told me that most of the carriers are coming behind that. So they're all going to, like, make these. I'm sure they are. These rulings. And most of these call centers in OCA or ACA, um, mo like, I would say 20 to, like, 80% of their business is just agent of record changes, you know? Which is such an incredible waste of time. He said every month. He said they go th through their book three times a month and they have to flip. Guess how many people? Well, how many are in the total book? Like 50,000, 50,000, 60,000. So 20,000. 25,000. Every month I had to flip 25,000. He said, What an incredible waste of time and manpower. He said he has every agent do it three times a week and then he has two people full time retention. Just uh, that's ex like what an expense. Just you know, to keep. Just, and, but hey, I, I get it. There are some snaky freaking agents out there. Yeah. So, but he said the book persistency, just fascinating, was 56% on AORs. So, like, it's, like, you kind of you kind of start losing it. Like, you can't flip that many people and keep them because it's just a war, you know? Um, and it's so not the right thing to do by the client because, really, if they're changing their plan, they're resetting. They're not. They're not resetting their deductible. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. I, me I messaged them. They're not. It's just <sighs> changing the age of record. Terrifying. Yeah, but it's still, it's still a thing, right? And so... He's a good backup just in case um, we don't get paid me to lined up. But I, I messaged this call center guy, and he told me, he said, don't go, don't you outsource any agencies. That agencies suck. He said, what you should do, this was interesting, just what he told me. He built Medicare call centers. He said, go to e-com media buyers. He said, e-com, like e-commerce media buyers, frick. Like, they're really good at paid ads. And you can get them in and do like a rev share deal on ACA, but he's or on like under sixty five. That was his advice. Interesting. So, I don't know. Maybe some econ boys, if you guys are watching, hit me up. You know. So. All right. Well, I want to hit you up now. Okay. Hit me, okay. So introduce. So was it two weeks ago? Dakota enlightened all of us that he. His goal in this life is to build the biggest sauce company. Is to in have America a sauce brand in the world. And I talked about how there are always these sauce gift sets at like Target and Walmart, and like we got them. And I, I'm just like, who buys these? And Level now one. I know, I'm the one who buys them. So we we have seven sauces here. We're gonna do our own take it's on a good Level like seven. the the wings. What's that show? Is it just called Hot Wings? Hot, hot, hot ones. ones. We're going to do our own take on that, where I have some insurance questions. I'm going to ask Dakota as he sets his mouth aflame. Jack, I think you should get him some water. Get me some water and milk. We don't have any milk. Oh, just water. Just water. There's a cup over there. There's water. Please bring him some because I feel like he's maybe about to die. Don't be a pansy. I'm put doing some a little on there. You yeah. put some. 
Can you, can this be seen in the camera? Yeah, there we go. Okay, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. I, I feel good about that. Okay, what's this one? Chipotle level this is Chipotle. one. Chipotle level okay. one. That's the way. Okay, do I eat, fr- I eat first, right? And then you ask, or you ask why I'm eating? No, go ahead, because I want you to, like, struggle as you. How's that? That's like a four. That's a four, but that's a one. I know, but, like, that's like a one to one to ten. That's like a three or a four. It's bad. Oh, okay. All yeah. right, so the question. Yeah. How do I get health insurance without government involvement? You got to go private. Private's the way to go. So some carriers, UH1 United, Pivot. Pivot's an agency, but they work with uh, Cigna. Some plans have Cigna on their network or open access. No government involvement or Allstate. Um, those are like the top three. If you live in like, not I'm not saying weird states, but like Cali, New York. Challenging states. New Jersey. Some of these states have tax penalties for not having insurance. So you got to go either... Without the government, you got to go health shares. So you got to say you're part of a group. They'll cover you. You'll avoid the tax penalty. Or what's called a MEC plan. Minimal essential coverage. It's essentially a group that you join as an individual. And they give you like major medical plans, but they're outside of the government. So no tax credits. You don't pay for anything you don't want in a plan. Substance abuse. Um, abortions. Intense stuff, right? And if you need that covered, there's stuff out there that can cover it. But, yeah, exactly. Okay. So, some options. All right. You ready? Yeah, ready to go again. Two. Level two. What's level two? It's cayenne. Cayenne. All right. Doesn't look like it's going to be terrible. It's easy to say from where I'm sitting, though. Okay. <laughs> Is that a fair amount? Yeah, look at this chip, okay? The ratio, the sauce turn to chip ratio. Okay, but it's a half a chip. Go ahead. Let's see. Yeah, that's like a, that's like a four. Okay, so you're you're doing all right. All right. Question. What is the hardest lesson in starting an agency? Um, it's hard, but fun is like, just if you're going to start any project, you really have to lead from the front. Like it's going to fail. Like it's just going to bomb. If you don't either lead from the front yourself or delegate leadership in that area. Like, and to piggyback on that, no one's going to be as excited about your idea as you, right? So it's not like you can just like, Hey, here's an idea. Go kill it. Like they're not going to give the same level of excitement because it wasn't their idea. So I have a different answer. I would say you, before you start an agency, you want to have capital. Mm. Everything is so expensive. You either want an investor or you want a bunch of money saved because you have to be able, everything is so expensive. Yeah. Marketing's expensive. Buying leads is expensive. It's all expensive. The, we pay the rent on a building. It. We had to furnish it the building. It feels like we need an oxygen tank from how much breath is coming out. Just trying to like. Yeah, I mean. This guy, he said that when he starts a new call center, he'll go hire like a GM. So he'll pay a GM like 100K, have a, yeah. like a little assistant, and then they'll build it. it out. And I'm yeah. like, I want 100K to pay somebody. That's capital. amazing. Like all about. They cash flowed capital. it, and they did it a year and a half. He would go on Facebook groups, and he raised said he raised a million dollars. He just posted the opportunity, like, ASIA, call center, blah, blah, blah. Stop saying ASIA. People are not going to know what you're saying. Affordable Care Act. It's the phrase. If you guys want to – if you're an agent, you'll get it one day. But no, you won't. I uh, n- I'm an agent, and I never say ASIA. <laughs> just for the record, I never say that. You can start so. saying it now. So interesting. Okay. Here we go. Take a full chip so you can put plenty of sauce on, so- sauce on that mug. See, now you're saying mug. See? What? Mug is from my generation. No, it's not. It's a yes, millennial. It it's is. a Gen Z term. No, it is not. Stop <laughs> right now. Anything you guys have come up with, it is a reiteration of something that was done before you. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. This mug. Let's see. Five. What was it? What was the level? The sriracha. Three? Sriracha. Uh-huh. Yep. How is it? It's still like in the four range. They progressed a little bit. I feel like sriracha is actually less than chipotle. I feel like chipotle is the spiciest. So really? Far. Yeah. Okay. Question. Mm-hmm. I missed open enrollment. Now what? Okay, so if you want a marketplace plan, you can get February 1st 
start dates. That's the next, like today. That's like the next start date. Um, or you have to apply by uh, January 15th for coverage starting February 1st. February 1st. And or you can get a private plan today. It's outside of all that. Earliest is tomorrow. Always the next day out. As long as you're approved. And private plans, you can get all year round. Year round. Um, if you miss the January 15th date for open enrollment, then you're out of luck unless you have a qualifying event from – otherwise you can't be covered until 2025, yeah. right? Yeah, losing coverage. Birth, birth death, marriage, marriage yeah. divorce. L- get declined on Medicaid. to another state. Yeah. Okay, got it. Let's go. Number four. What's number four? Jalapeno? Jalapeno. 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 Jalapeno, jalapeno. Let's see what this guy's got. I'm going to drop that sauce, dude. I'm serious about my sauce. You need to drop it like it's hot. Okay. Well. Like a five. We're getting up there. It's starting to go. It's starting to. Yeah. Okay. Breathe in. Through your mouth. I bet it would be a little spicy. Okay. Next question. Yeah. Did I miss a question? Did I? Oh, no, I didn't. Okay. What is your favorite health insurance plan currently and why? What have you loved to sell over open enrollment? Man, I would say, like, most people, what they want is they just want a plan that covers pretty much a little bit of everything. Doctor visits, wellness, that uh, flu shots, some immunizations in there, but hospitals. What's been your favorite? What's been your go-to? I know. I'm, I'm building up, building up. Okay. United's benefit plan, their health protector guard, has been like just it fits most people's budget. It's reasonable price. It's not too much. Gives them a little bit of everything. Gives them a, a network that's really convenient. We're going into doctors. They get forty to sixty percent off like everything. Then they get some benefits on top of that. It's got hospitalization coverage. It's it's pretty well rounded. Okay. For everything. So that's yeah. been your go to. Been my go to. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Number five. Number five. All right. Let's see. We're getting to the top three. Are you getting scared? Yeah, I'm, just, I'm scared of the ghost, ghost pepper. pepper? The go- yeah. Well, do you know, like, ghost, I don't know if it's actually ghost pepper, but ghost pepper is like a million Scoville units. Do you know what Scoville units no, are? No, I don't. Scoville terrible. units is how you measure a hot sauce. Like how much your yeah, ass like, will burn later? No, not that. But it's like how much Scoville is in each one. Okay. Like a six seven. What's that one? That's green chili. Green chili. I would yeah. think that that would not be very hot. It's not like terrible, but it's getting. It's like a six. It's not okay. terrible. Yeah. All right. Biggest deal breaker in your opinion for an insurance company? Mm, that's tough. Um, diabetes. For Probably sure. diabetes one. No one will really take it except a couple companies. Well, Not just much. diabetes in general, because if you show any of those meds on your record, yeah, they are running away. Plus, from you. if you're taking insulin, you don't want a private plan. Insulin's like a thousand dollars a month, you yeah, know. And so the sure. the only places that will cover it are going to be marketplace, or it's going to be um, well, a work it's plan. marketplace, but you're going to have to have some sort of assistance because it yeah. marketplace plans typically don't cover these things until deductible and your deductible is eight grand so yeah it can be really challenging challenging now, there's some with good co-pays but it's just if you don't get a tax credit man it's just pricey yeah whoa yeah yeah so okay oh yeah okay habanero okay we're on level six bud level six are you scared just <laughs> a little bit a little yellow a little okay <laughs> okay let's see I feel like he's stalling. I feel like he's uh, moving slower. There we go. Yeah, that's like an eight. I was like an eight or nine. Ooh. You want to try? Go. No, I'm good. Okay. Ask away. I thought that pre-existing conditions and the ability for insurance companies to exclude people went away. Is that not true? Um. Yeah, it went away on marketplace plans. So marketplace plans, like, they can't deny you. They just accept you. It's amazing. Oh, so guaranteed issue. Guarantee issue. They're going to take you. So companies like Anthem, Blue Cross, United, Aetna, Oscar, Cigna, 
depending on the county you live in, they'll take you. Private plans, most of them have a two or twelve month ish to a five year look back period. Okay. I just tell everyone five years because you're better safe than sorry. Better safe than sorry, but it is different per company. But here's how most work. Most, most, not all, it could depend on the claims person, will still give you some coverage for doctor visits and lab work. Okay, so you'll still get something from the insurance around doctor visits, lab work, and even prescriptions on some plans, which is nice. Where most, like, stop is for hospitalizations and surgeries. Or really anything tied to... Your pre-existing Your pre-existing condition. is going to cause a major claim. Now, some carriers will cover up half of your deductible. Excuse me. It's the hot sauce. Towards pre-existing. So if your deductible is like $5,000, they are going to give you $2,500 towards your before pre- Before they start asking questions. Before they start asking those questions. So. But it did not go away. Did not like go away. private plans are the opposite of the ACA. Yeah. So... That's important to know. And your employer plan is an ACA plan. That's it important is. to know as well. They follow all the same rules. Those group plans are a level of Obamacare. 100%. All right. There you go, ghost pepper. I wonder if this is actually ghost pepper, man. Ghost freaking <laughs> pepper. I don't, think so. I don't think they'd be selling these at like, like a Walmart. What? Or... You don't know. I don't know. You just Wait, can't can sell. Can you put that lid back on and shake that up? Because look at, that is settled. See it? Yeah. You just can't sell ghost pepper at, like, a store. Like, ghost pepper is, like, deadly. Yes, you can. They sell ghost pepper chips that is, like, a big challenge, right? Yeah, but you buy it online. You just don't go to the store. No, for a while, I think they had them at Quick Trip and McKinney. Oh, really? Those ghost you just go buy ones. them? When we were doing the, the hot jelly beans. Stop. Really? You died. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, oh, I put way Oh, that's great. No, stop it. What are you doing? Stop. So you full. can do it. There you go. Oh, frick. It's He's letting slow. it drip all the way down on purpose. You don't even have any sauce on there anymore. I got plenty of sauce. Okay. It's like a nine, yeah. It's definitely not good. Like, if it was ghost pepper, I'd be dying right now. Like, it's not real ghost pepper, but it's still hot. Do you want to cry? <laughs> <laughs> That's when you're cold this whole time. <laughs> okay. Question. Last question. Yeah. If I misestimate my income, will I have to pay back the entire subsidy I but took out on my healthcare.gov plan? That is such a good question. Depends on how much you overmake. So let's say you tell the government you make 50k a year, right? And you end up making 60k. That's what you report at the end of the year. It's and let's say they give you a $500 tax credit. It's not like they take back the whole Six thousand dollars. They take your monthly amount times six. That's how we got six thousand. It's not like they take back the whole six thousand. They just recalculate your subsidy at now sixty thousand. So I find average ish could change in county. It's about a hundred dollar tax credit per ten thousand ish of income, depending on your household size, things like that. So you might lose twelve hundred bucks in your taxes. You know. That you have to pay back. So, yes, you will have to pay it back. The cool thing is you can report that income at any time, and they'll recalculate, and you're good to go. So you should stay in touch with your agent and give estimates or, you know, if you're – especially because the people that it's hardest for are self-employed people, right? Yep. Because they, they never really know what they're making. But if you're self-employed, you're probably paying taxes quarterly, meaning you have some idea of earnings every three months. You should be in touch with your broker so that they can update – your income yep. so that you're not hit with any surprises. Oh, it's starting there. to get hotter. It's getting hotter. Okay, why that's happening, I got to I just want to, like, make the challenge more difficult. I'm going to take another bite just so I can, like, try to, like. Oh, and let me just say, for those that were not here before the camera started I have rolling, adrenaline rush. I'm addicted to substances. He did not want to do this activity. He I was didn't. not happy. I didn't, and now but he's it's going adrenaline. back for seconds. I was about to say ketamine, but I can't go there. Um, go ahead. Wow. So... It's getting hotter, but I want to give this hack. Okay, here's what you do. If you're self-employed, here's a kind of a cool hack. Oh, I thought it was a pepper hack. It's no. It's not. It's a here's, here's a healthcare hack. <coughs> Let's say you bomb your income, okay? You take a bunch of write-offs. You do it legally. I'm not saying do it illegally. Man, that's getting hotter. You do it. You do it ethically. You bomb your income. Let's say you tell. Let's say you make 20000 right? You get a bunch of write-offs, make 20000 When you make that much lower income, 
the government will actually lower your max out of pocket. So yes. your max out of pocket might start at eight thousand. Well, if it. you have a cost sharing reduction. Mm-hmm. If you get a cost sharing reduction, most times you do at like twenty thousand, twenty five thousand at that lower income. Your max out of pocket, which means the most you pay for the year, will go down to typically a thousand to eighteen hundred bucks per person. So let's say at the end of the year you're self-employed and you report a hundred thousand, like you have an awesome year, you do a bunch of write-offs, but it's not twenty thousand which you reported. They don't change your max out of pocket, yeah. so that max out of pocket stays locked in. Now you will have to repay your tax credit, which is really only helpful if you had you're using your plan that year. If you're using your plan that you year, you have a surgery or kind of it's kind of hack. You know, you can get away out, you can get out of it for a thousand eighteen hundred bucks versus eight thousand. I will tell people that if they say that they're going to have something happen this year, a surgery. Um, and we'll add on a supplemental coverage that will help with the deductible, things like that. You yeah. Know, some of these trickier, not trickier, but like more savvy sort of solutions. And I'll say to them, get your surgery done ASAP. It's freaking hot. And then everything else for the rest of the year is going to be covered. Yeah. Right? So <coughs> go get all your stuff. Oh, he's dying. I just want to see one tiny tear. No, if we started like ghost pepper and it got hotter, like this would be like. These, like, weren't that terrible. That one's, like, that one's a little intense. So, all right. Well, but you survived. You rose to the That's challenge. Right. Next time it's you. No. Well, we're we're going to wrap it up because Dakota is dying. Because <laughs> Dakota's hot. dying now. <laughs> yeah, if we would have started Ghost Forever higher, I'd be dead, dude. That thing's, like, intense. But this was, these were good questions. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for collaborating on the questions. It was, uh, it's a good week. I kind of miss open enrollment because my schedule was not as crazy today. Until we get these 100 calls in, 1,000 calls in. Until we get 1,000 calls in and until people realize that they can still get February coverage. Mm -hmm. Um, So that'll happen pretty quick here. So that's it. Until then, stay healthy, stay blessed, be nice, listen again. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. This is Dakota. I'm Lori. Bye. Bye.